I have a confession to make. I had the idea to write a book for years before I finally put pen to paper and published the book. So the big question is this, how do people like me who battle doubt and insecurity push past their fears and publish a book? Well, that is the question, and this podcast is going to give you the answers. So join me as I bring you behind-the-scenes interviews and insights so that you can move forward and publish your book with boldness and courage. My name is Coach Tam, and this is Publishing Secrets. Do you have a passion to reach the lost, the unsavable, those that are considered unreachable? Well, if your answer is yes, you're definitely going to want to check out this week's interview with Pastor Mornay Ford from South Africa. Not only will you enjoy his accent, but he has such a powerful story about how God will go to amazing lengths to intervene in our lives and reach those that we have written off and cast aside. And because of Pastor Ford's yes, there are people in South Africa and now, hopefully as a result of this podcast, around the world that now have hope that the son or the daughter or the cousin or the niece that they've almost started to lose hope in can in fact, be reached. Such a powerful interview. And I pray that it inspires you to share your story, to let others out there know that they are not alone and that there is hope. Enjoy. Excited about this conversation today. We've had a chance to get to know each other better over the last few minutes. And I was so touched by your book and the message that it contains. And I just look forward to sharing what God is up to in you with our Publishing Secrets audience. But before I get ahead of myself, let's make sure that we properly introduce you. So will you take a moment to share with us who you are and the book that you have written. Okay, thank you, Tammy. Well, I'm Pastor Monet Ford and born and bred South African. And um, yes, normal person, just like anyone else, brought up in a normal family, has your ups and downs, past not so good. And um, the best thing that could have ever happened to me is a day that uh, God has changed my life. But yes, up to now, I'm a father, I have a child, I've been divorced. Um, getting remarried. And what can I say? Life is cruel to everyone, but life is what you make of it. And if that's one lesson that I can give to anyone is that you can never quit, never give up. Every storm has a sunshine, every dark cloud, a silver lining. eh? And what I love, I have a passion for people. I have a passion to see people become better and also to see people change and how God changes people, changes situations, makes people that felt nothing for themselves, just soften them up and just turn into flowers. It is awesome to watch that. But me personally, I'm just your friendly guy and I just, I'm huggable. See, I look like a teddy bear. <laughs> so, so people like, 
hugging me. So, <laughs> so yes, and um, God has really done a great, great work in me that people like to open up to me for some reason. But we know that that's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And yes, I can relate. I can relate to most people from the gutters down to, you know, people up high. So, and God has really taken me on, on a real roller coaster ride concerning Christianity, Christ's life, and finding his heart. And mm. the reason why the book was written was it's relevant because it's like what you have read. It is touching to know that someone else cares. Mm. And a lot of people out there feel that they're wasting their time, but you can never waste your time with prayer and you can never give up on someone that you love because God has a plan. And this book, I hope, relates that everybody is savable and everybody can change and that God is in control. So If Only is designed to minister to, as we have talked about, the unsavable people that the world has written off, that they think that uh, they're too far gone and there is no hope for them. But you have a special heart for this group, maybe because of your own journey. Would you say that that's what really ties you to to wanting to reach out to that group? Yes, yes, definitely. And especially parents, you know, parents has got them difficult children. I mean, I was a difficult child, you know, and people told me I'm not savable and people wrote me off and I was a loner and I was, I didn't fit in, you know. And you always find that most people don't fit in and we tend to do things to try to fit in. And if you can read my book, you'll understand that better. And then you end up doing things which you know is wrong, but because it makes you fit in, you do it. And it carries a price. And that price is something that we regret paying at the end and it can cost our lives. But yes, if only means that if only there was someone that could stand in that gap or stood in that gap, and brought over the right message, a message of hope, a message that could change the way that I'm seeing it right now. That would have brought a difference in my life and also my life's choices. But I do not regret my life because I wouldn't be able to deal with you or anyone else that's going through it if I don't go through it. Therefore, God knows what he's doing. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I believe with everything in me that God is intentional in all that he does. And even when, as you have shared, we get off course, he is able to use those experiences and bless other people through our journey. And that's exactly what I believe God is up to in you. You, as by your own admission, a difficult child, and yeah. went on a journey, <laughs> went on a yeah, journey with God, but be. yeah, but now you're in a space where you can speak to, as you have shared, you can speak to parents, you can, you know, give them insight into their children, you can help mentor them and show them how to deal with a difficult child, but then you can also relate to someone, that child that feels misunderstood and doesn't fit in. And You can do that in a way that someone that has not had those experiences cannot do. And so I'm a firm believer that our experiences can be education for other people. And and I believe that that is the case for you. So let's talk about, you know, you, you mentioned that you were a difficult child 
and you did some things to fit in because we all know as, as much as we say we don't care, we do care about other people and how we are perceived by them. So how did the transition happen in your life from being a difficult child to now being a pastor and an author and a motivator? Talk to us a little bit about yes. how things transitioned for you. Yeah, I know it's quite a story, yes. But um, that started at the beginning. Why did I go off the road in the first place is because you know, in my grandmother's house, there was always a table with cookies. So whenever you went to go visit, you never asked. You just got, you could take the cookies. That was your cookie table. And one day I did this at church to give my brother something to eat with me. Now we were eating cookies and we got chucked out of the church for that. I was branded as a thief. And that's where I lost my whole thing about going to church. And then in the most difficult times of my life, I mean, I became a fighter. I became demon possessed. I became... You know, I did anything possible to fit into any group. So just to let you understand where I'm coming from. So from being badass to demon-possessed to being a fighter, I, I slept three times a week in jail. <laughs> my cell number was cell 33. I mean, mm-hmm. no one could even live. Not even my own family could live with me. I mean, I wrote everyone. I was everyone. No one was me. I was everyone. Mm-hmm. And... It took God to save a bar lady. And I went to go fetch her out of the church because she doesn't belong there for God to get hold of me. And in that whole instance, in that whole time, that time that I spent in church, God just overwhelmed me with his love. And I realized for the first time in my life that actually God is not who I grew up to know He who he was. He was this loving God. He was this God that really cared. And that just broke me completely. And then I gave my, I was even cocky about that. I mean, I even said, Lord, I'll give you three months. And if I don't, <laughs> if things don't change in three months, I'm going back to where I'm coming, where I come from. Because then this whole thing is a whole, you know, it's, it's not for me. And I haven't looked back since then. Have I fallen off the road since then? Yes. But the Holy Spirit has always brought me back. And uh, that's why I say I can relate to to everyone, especially the ones that's going in a difficult time of their lives and also having difficulty in their Christian life. Because when life gets difficult, our faith is tempted completely. And in that time when I was changed, when I got up from that floor, I knew that I knew that God is real and that he has called me. And then he said, Monet, you I have called to change people's mindsets. And I could never believe it until I finished writing the book. And that's when it first hit me, the remembrance of that prophecy. And then hit me. And, and then I started a, a wild journey. I mean, even six years ago, God said, forget everything that, that you've learned about me. I'm teaching you myself. And, you know, since then, the Bible has been different. The walk with God has been different. Everything has been different. And it's led me to start my own thing. And one thing that I realized is that the attacks is a lot and you need a support system. The biggest mistake that everybody makes is trying to worship God and love God by themselves. This is my way of serving God. And it's me and I can do this. Yes, you can, but you still need a support system. You still need someone to be a pillar in your life. And that's one thing. This book is also about mentorship. We all need, if I had a better mentor in my life, Mm -hmm. I would have made better decisions. 
Yeah. And now you're in a position to be able to be that mentor for other people. So look at how God uses our experiences to equip us to help others. Wow. Such a powerful story. And if audience, if you want to hear the full deal, you're going to have to check out Mornay's book, If Only. And we'll make sure that before we wrap up today, that you know exactly how to do that. So let's talk about, you've had this journey that you've been on with God. And at some point you realize that you are called to write. But as we talked about a little bit earlier, before we officially started the interview, there was a gap between when you heard the call and when you answered it. So talk to us a little bit about the hesitation. What kept you from taking action as soon as you heard the call to write? Well, yeah, well, that's interesting because when God first told me to write a book about your life, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not an author and uh, I can't write. You know, it's, I'm not a writer. So I had to dodge everything, you know, because to go hire a writer is too expensive. To go and tell someone else about my story, where do you start? You know, the, the truth is, where do you start? And that I found the most difficult thing to do is where do I start? And when I started, it was like not by myself. It took me four years to get to a place. And it took God to get me to a place where I was on my own. I burst the cushion in my back. I landed up in a state hospital. And I sat there laying in my bed thinking, okay, now I can work on my sermons and I can work on writing new songs and all these things. And God said, no, this is when I want you to write your book. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not a writer. I don't even remember my life, you know, in so much detail. You know, how am I going to remember everything? Where do you start? And then what's like the Holy Spirit said, take a pen and just start. So I called up my mom. I said, mom, please bring me a pen and paper, book and paper. I need to write a book about my life. My mom also laughed at me. <laughs> said, really? I said, oh, God said it. So she brought it. And then when we started, it was, it just came. It was like God already set it out, what I had to write. And when I was writing, when I was finished with the book, I realized but but not everything is in here. And the Holy Spirit said, but what needs to be in there is in there because not everyone needs to know everything because there can be much worse things going to happen. You can open up unnecessary doors. And when I finished the book, I'm like, the funny thing is the day I finished writing my book, the very next day I could stand. Hmm. Although I was on crutches, the, the hospital let me go. And then they said I wouldn't walk until the 6th of June. But by the end of February, I was on crutches walking. And in March, I was walking without crutches. And the book kept bothering me. It kept bothering me. And he said, get it written, finished. So I sat down with Judy and we sat down. I said, okay, we got to start typing this book. Now, I am not a typer. I'm a one-finger typer, <laughs> if you know what I mean. We're men, you know, click, click, click. And she said, no, 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 no. You talk, I'll type, and she can type. <laughs> so I, I lay down on the couch. I opened up the book again, and I started reading from the beginning. And as I was reading, she was typing. And we, we typed out the whole book within one week. We typed the whole book out. And I said, okay, Lord, let's start. What now? He said, give it to your friends, to your family. Let them read because they know. So I gave it to my family to read. I said, read it, but be critical about it because no, no one knows you better than your family. 
They know mm. that bad boss. So they know if you're going to lie or tell something that is not true. And the response I got back was tears. My mom said she cried from the beginning to the end of the book. Some people said they need to re-evaluate the way they're living life. The response was actually overwhelming. It's so much so that more than 70% of people said, Monet, please make a movie of this because everybody needs to see this. It's relevant still in today for us all. So, and that's where I am now today. I'm trusting God to send the right people. I mean, he sent me to you guys. So, <laughs> so, so we're just taking it as, as it comes. And I'm really trusting God in this. And this is nothing to do with me because I'm not more special than anyone else. But I do have a message. And my mess has become my message. And my test has become my testimony. And I really want to reach out and help those that are going through a very hard time. I understand what they're going through, especially when it comes to writing. When God has called you to write, he doesn't ask you to be capable. He says, just be willing to write. I'll make you capable. And that's what he did with me. So much so that I wrote most the second book as well. That's entitled Let's Talk. And which I never thought I could do. I, I never thought I was a writer. And the book I sent to an editor you know, a friend of mine, she, she does it professionally part-time. She said she couldn't put the book down. She said well, she gets hundreds of books to review a month. And when she started reading a book, I said, do I have to change? She said, don't change anything. That, I, I could feel you in this book. But that's God, you know. And those out there that want to write, don't change who you are. Write it the way you understand it. Because someone out there will understand your language that you're using. Not anyone. And that's exactly what she says. Is Mornay, I'm not used to this kind of writing, but this really intrigued me. Keep on wow. writing. So for those out there that want to write and God called you to write, best advice I can give you is start it. Don't delay. You are capable. God wouldn't ask you to do it if you didn't think you were capable of doing it. You know, that's so powerful. I was sitting here listening to what you shared and it brought to mind a saying that I heard many years ago that God doesn't call the equipped, he equips the call. And that's what I hear yes, when I, mean. I hear you share your story, right? Is you struggled to get started because you felt like I'm not, you know, I'm not equipped to be a writer. You know, I don't have whatever, you know, credentials or whatever it is, or, or I, don't, I just don't even know where to even start my own story. There's been so many things that I've been through, where do I even start? And I know that there are people that are listening to us right now that can identify with being in that space. But what I love about your story, Mornay, is that it's also a lesson in obedience because God told you to write and to just start. And because you were willing to be obedient to that call, then what you needed was provided. And so that's a message for somebody out there. You're waiting for God to do something and God is waiting on you to start. And when you start, yes. he's going to give you what you need to say, how you need to say it. And I heard you talk about the anointing too, right? Because it's not just about us and our writing skills and all of that. It's also about the anointing. It's about the Holy Spirit that equips us to do things that we think that we cannot do. So for somebody out yes. there, your call is just to sit down and write uh, and trust that God will give you what you need when you need it 
to get the message out to the people that you have been called to reach. So such a powerful story, not just um, for those. Sorry, yeah. No, go right ahead. Now, what I say is, what I want to add to that is something that just came to mind now as well because I just feel there's someone that is saying, yeah, but I tried that and nothing came, and you know. I also, when, when I put that pen to paper, you know, where to start? Just write the first thing that comes to mind. And that is important. Write down the first thing that comes to mind. And out of that, you'll find that your writing will expand. And what I found is that the Holy Spirit is so, so um, passion-filled that it will actually recommit your memory to that time, to what you need to write. Sometimes feel like it's not even you writing. But just start, just start writing and you will find bottom line is that you have a flavor and no one can do what you can do and no one can write the way you can write. So get yourself out there, get your flavor out there because God needs your flavor to reach someone that needs your flavor, your story. That's what you're going to write now because that will bring a difference in not just one, but many people's lives. I agree 100%. That there's someone that you're called to reach and they're going to get it. Not everyone will get it, but those that you are called to reach will get it and you will have to communicate to them in a way in which they understand. And, and you know, we don't know the full picture, but God does. And he knows how to bring the right people together and how to make it all make sense. And so such a powerful point that you shared there. Now let's talk about what you're up to next. You you mentioned earlier that you didn't see yourself writing if only, but now you're on to book number two. So tell us a little bit about book number two and then the other things that you feel God is leading you to do as a next step. All right. Thanks, Nami. Well, one of the chapters I have in my book is called Let's Talk. And especially in my book, If Only, I can't become born again, but I don't describe it. And one of my last chapters is called Talk. And this book is inspired by that. You know, I'm talking about subjects like parenting, discipline, the Bible, life, and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just me talking to you, my language, the way that I talk, we have a chat. So this book really makes you th- think about a few other things before you make up your mind and we're just talking you know so this book is more of a sit down let's just kind of talk and let's work through a few issues which I have found in in my 20 years of ministry up to now that I found that most people battle with and so I just just talk about it and from there you also need to start my ministry we also got to start a campaign where that says uh, hashtag there to be better so it's something which is, I wouldn't say new, but it's something which is both challenging and makes you think and brings to you a place that I can do this. There's something I need to think about. Let's do one more thing. Well, two more things before we wrap up. I want to make okay. sure that we tell the audience how to get a copy of the book and stay up to speed on what you're doing next. The second book, let's talk. And then the Dare to Be Better campaign, where can they connect with you and learn more about what you're doing? Well, the best place is to follow us either on Instagram 
on Facebook, either my personal, Monet Ford, or on Instagram, also under Monet Ford. But we do have a Facebook page called Gig Ministries SA. And follow us there because the campaign will be coming from there. Hashtag there to be better campaign. Now, this is something God has led me to do. And, and it's all fitting in together. It's all about changing people's mindsets better. You know, the way we see people, the way we see life. And we've got to be incorporate a lot of life hacks, you know, things out of the Bible, you know, little things I've been asked to not rewrite the Bible, but to explain it a few things the way that I do explain it because I make sense of it and I like to draw pictures. I'm a picture person. And I believe that people, if they understand something, it will change your life. The biggest thing is that people are too scared to ask questions because they think it's stupid. And you know what? If you don't understand, you don't understand. I mean, that's the bottom line. If you don't understand something, you don't. So there is no such thing as a stupid question. Ask if you don't understand. So my book will be available also on all the platforms. And the best way to get all of it is to speak to me directly. You can WhatsApp me as well. Uh, if you need prayer, if you need advice, you know, get a hold of me. Well, my number is on Facebook. It is on Instagram. You can follow us there, um, Gig Ministries Essay or Monet Ford. And we are there. So we are ready out there to, to help those in need and believe that God is busy with a great thing. Because that's one thing that God laid in my heart, that he's stretching out. He's bringing and he brought a new way. And we need to just listen and follow and to help him and my will be probably finished this year and edited and will be probably available towards more end of this year, my second book. And we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to see people's lives changing and finding out that your serving God is not just a bunch of rules and regulations. It is a relationship and it's worth it. Mm, I love that. It is a relationship, not religion. What we want people to do yes. is get to relationship with God and really get to know who he is. I loved how you talked about earlier how, you know, just your experience growing up led you to see God as one way and thank God that through a series of events, right? I'll have to read the book to, to, to really understand this, but he got you to a place that you could see him differently. And, and I, I'm thankful that that happened in your life. And I, I know that I had that own, my that same type of moment where it's like, okay, here's how you thought I was, but here's who I truly am. And that's all that he really wants is to be in a loving relationship with us. He truly wants what's best for us. And we, uh, we just want to support you as you work to get that message out to people that need to hear it, that may have been written off, that may have been given up on, and to inspire those parents that your child is not, no matter how bad it looks, <laughs> they are not unsavable, they are not unreachable, that God is still able to do a work in them, and he's not finished with them yet. There's more to the story. They just need to hold on. Let's do one last thing before you go, uh, Mornay. You've shared so many valuable pieces of advice with our listening audience. I think there's lessons about being willing to be transparent about your journey and your story because it's going to bless someone else. You've talked about, hey, you know what? I know you, you feel like you, you got to have all the answers, but just 
get started and, and there are people that have a flavor for what you have to say and how you have to say it. I just wanted to ask you, if you had to sum it all up, everything that you've learned in your journey as a writer with book number two on the way, what is your final piece of advice to those who've listened to everything that you've said up until that point? They're not in their heads, but they're still not quite there. What is your final piece of advice that you would share with them today? If we need to leave this on a high note, the high note will be this, that going forward, whether you're taking one centimeter step or taking strides, forward is forward. Whether you're a cheater or a tortoise, both were on Noah's boat. The main thing is never quit. You can only fail when you quit. If you don't quit, you can never fail. And those of you out there that is battling to write and you're not sure, use the advice that I said now to Tammy. How do you eat the elephant? One bite at a time. Just write, even if it's one word at a time. You are the inspiration. You just need to know how to put it on paper. So get that pen, get that paper, talk to yourself. If you were going to reach to someone, how would you do it on paper? And you'll find the amazing things that the Holy Spirit will lead you in writing. So never quit because it's all worth it. The journey is rough, but the rewards are worth it. Well, I hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode of Publishing Secrets where our mission is to inspire you to write, publish, and profit in a way that honors God. If this episode has been a blessing to you, go ahead and hit that subscribe button, then rate and review. And if you want support in your journey, whether you are a current author or an aspiring author, then join us on Facebook in the Christian Authors Network. Wherever you are in your journey, we have the best next step for you. So join us there and get the support that you need to make the impact that you have been called to make. Until next time, God bless.